Welcome to Airbnb with D. This is your host, Devana, and today's episode is about day five of the seven-day directive, which is all about your application. The corporate lease application is a completely different application than a standard individual lease agreement. And today I will be helping you walk through filling that out so that you get approved without a problem. So stay tuned as I dive right in. let's dive right into our corporate application process, which is a completely different process than our individual lease agreements. And it usually starts off this way. Once you have gotten an approval from a company that they do accept your corporate lease agreement, they'll typically send over a screening document or a screening works done in Bradstreet business report. This form is meant for you to fill out with your business name, your street address, the city, state, and zip, your business phone number, and finally, your tax ID number. This screening is sent over to Dun & Bradstreet, and this is so that they can first make sure that you have a Dun & Bradstreet number and possibly check what your credit is already with the company. You will get a lot of property management companies that are extremely lenient with new businesses in states where Airbnb is not as popular. So in a place like Atlanta, Maybe you'll call, ask that question about corporate and immediately be met with, you know, no Airbnb and you have to have a two year history and you have to have an 80 paydex score with Dun & Bradstreet, but you go somewhere like Washington or even Colorado and you're able to submit your $30 application fee and it's no problem. They'll give it to you even if your business doesn't have a score. This initial screening is basically just meant that They want to ensure that you are even the proper candidate to apply for their unit under the corporate setting. The screening usually comes back with either no matches found or matches found. And at that time, they let them know the um, age of your company and any possible scoring. After you have completed that, submitted it, the leasing office usually takes about 24 hours and then they let you know, hey, you have been approved to apply for our corporate lease agreement. Yay, we're in business. So again, that was the screen works done in Bradstreet report. And all you have to enter in on that initial screening, if you are requested of that, is all of your current business information, or you can put the information, um, if you've recently moved businesses, just make sure it's what matches with done in Bradstreet so that it does not come back a mismatch, okay? And after you fill that out, the complex usually hears within, again, about 24 hours if you are even approved to lease through them. And if so, you're taken to the next step, which is that corporate rental application. Now, I have an application in front of me here. And if you have signed up specifically for the seven-day directive, then you'll also have a copy of this corporate lease application as well as the occupant form and the screening form, just so that you can get a gist of exactly what you'll be filling out and get comfortable with it so that it's extremely simple for you once it actually happens. So next, our corporate application. This is the one that is different than our individual lease. Rather than asking for our first and last name, it will ask you for your business's name, the phone number, your Dun and Bradstreet number, and your tax ID number. You'll also be asked to submit bank references 
and business trade references. So if you're familiar, a couple episodes back, I mentioned business trade references, what these actually are and how you can get these placed on your profile. A business trade reference is simply any business that you have done business with. So for many of you, you can put your quill.com, your Granger. You make sure you put that address and that phone number. But then you can also, if you have bought t-shirts from a local company, or if you have another LLC, that's something that you can also put on that reference form. And most of these companies do check to see if this, if the person that's applying or the company that's applying is in good standing. I have noticed that. Not all of them do, um, but some of them do. They will send an email or you may even receive a phone call. So I recommend it being businesses that you can actually submit positive history for and if it is a business to business deal where it's maybe an LLC that you own or an LLC that a friend or family member owns make sure they know that your intentions are to fill out an application and that they may be receiving a phone call because the last thing you would want is for your reference to appear caught off guard when you're supposed to have an account open with them Now, I want you to make sure this, I I jumped over this, but before you even begin filling out the application, make sure it says corporate application because not all leasing consultants know exactly what they're doing either. Um, Because it's a new field for them and we're living in a prideful time, you'll find more people that are unwilling to admit that they don't know how to do it. Rather, they'll say, oh, we don't do it. Or they'll say, okay, well, you fill out this form anyway. I'm telling you as a business owner, you have the right to verify what's being told to you and see if they're even handling their business right. So I want you to go into this confident and the way you do so is by knowing your stuff. So a corporate rental application should only be asking for your company name, all of your business information, tax ID, Dun & Bradstreet number. Some of them include wanting you to have a bank reference. That's why I mentioned it's so important to start your business bank account. Because for many of you on that application, all you'll simply put is the bank that you do business with, the phone number. Um, They will ask for your account number, but keep in mind, these people cannot call your bank on your behalf unless they're you. That would be fraud, right? So when they're asking for this information, it's mainly to pad your file. In the event of a liability, they know who to go to, who to try to withdraw from in order to get the funds that they need. And at that point, I mean, that's just business. That's just what we do, right? So you will get corporate applications that may ask for a few more details. Maybe they're wanting more references than you have, or they are asking for the person that will be authorized to handle the account. That's okay too. I want to get to the second form which is the corporate occupant form, because that on that form, you will enter the social security number of the occupant. What I've done consistently for every unit is I will list myself, the CEO, as the occupant of the unit because we are able to do so. Again, if this is corporate housing, then you are able to operate or live and do business in that unit under the corporation. Certainly the CEO falls in the occupant criteria. So on this occupant form, it's going to look just like a standard lease application. So I wanted to specify the difference because you should always be met first with the corporate app and then you're going to be given the personal application. But you'll notice, unlike when you're filling out for an apartment, they ask you your employment history, they ask you um, you know, different questions, you won't get those same questions. So it's a little easier to fill out. 
So for identification, because there will be a background check ran, the loophole to this and the thing that we love is when you're submitting a corporate lease agreement, it does not go based off of your social security number. So if you were someone that has had an eviction on your record um, and not so perfect credit, you would not have to worry. Even when you're submitting the occupant form, they are only looking at that information in order to verify your background. So who can't be an occupant for a corporate lease agreement? This, if you can't get an apartment because of your background, then nine times out of 10, you won't be able to be an occupant in the apartment because of your background. There may be some leniencies depending on the type of case there is. Like, you know, some complexes, if they come back with, if you come back and your record is not clean, they may ask you to support documentation showing that this has either been expunged, this is a, um, a smaller issue, and give more information than what they're seeing on the background report. You do have the ability to do that, but I want to just bypass that. If you are someone that knows in advance that you have a record and you have a challenge with getting apartments, not because of your credit and finances, but because of your criminal background history, then just list another occupant, okay? As long as they are over 18, they'll do. So even if you have a niece, a cousin, you can hire them onto the business. Or even if you want to you know, mentor someone, whatever you want to do, I want you to keep your mind open so that you don't get discouraged at the fact that you may not get approved. You can always put someone else that works for your company and that's good to go. They will ask for the email address of the personal person. They'll ask for their driver's license number and social security number. Again, this is for the background check. So this is completely normal. No credit checks here. They'll ask for the date of birth, the type of vehicles one may have. Um, and then finally, in case of emergency, any contacts and any information for pets. So that corporate occupant form, it does mirror a individual lease agreement. And so you should feel comfortable when you see that. I do want you to always verify with the leasing consultant. When submitting this, my personal credit will not be ran, right? I just want to make sure. And so, you know, you could say it in a way that garners them to not ask any more questions, or you can give them an excuse for why you don't want your credit being ran. That's completely on you, but I do want you to remember to be a natural. Play it cool, okay? Because these leasing agents and consultants, and a lot of people in America, are looking for reasons to not do the work. Don't give them a reason to say no outright because your business isn't together in a way that will gain their approval. You have ample time to prepare, which is what you're doing now. You've done the great step. You've come to the podcast. You're listening to the episode. You're learning how to fill out the application appropriately so that you aren't asking a leasing consultant looking like you don't know how to do this, okay? Act natural. Let's just remember that. <laughs> and that's what I want you to do when you're going in the office, when you're going in for a tour, act natural. And you, for those of you that get a little anxiety about those in-person tours, you can, in your response or your emails to the leasing consultants, you can let them know you've already completed the virtual tour, you are interested in the property, and are interested in a corporate lease agreement at that time. Do you hear how I said that? Those were three action sentences. Those were saying, hey, I've already taken the action on my part. I've already seen what I wanted and I'm completely ready to provide anything you need to approve me. Let's go. It's confidence and you will get their approval of your concept with that same confidence, especially when you know how to fill out your application and you're making sure everything is up to date. Success is inevitable. 
So sometimes you're going to add, be asked to have a deposit, a holding deposit. And I say sometimes because you may get a complex where the deposit is $0. Or if you are a business that has already established some credit, some history, um, and you have a great score, you may also qualify for a $0 deposit down. So it's not for everyone, but if you do have to pay a deposit, remember what we spoke about with the um, quill.com where we were able to go on there and get the gift cards. If you are a business, I encourage you today to sign up. So getting the gift cards once you sign up will ensure, and you can order up to five at a time, that will ensure that you have the liquid funds needed to complete your applications because as soon as you submit that application, they are going to ask for payment. And what I did for at least two or three of my properties is I utilized the gift cards I got from Quill. I was one of the ones that got five $300 gift cards. Um, so I was able to use my security deposit. Everything totaled about $250 when I was applying. So I would do that and then I would have $50 remainder to do whatever I needed to do for the business after that. And so naturally that money, some of that included making sure my business email address was paid for, that domain, making sure those things were paid for. So that extra money you have on those cards, please make sure it is utilized for business so that not only you are maximizing the business credit and funding you are being provided, but that when it comes tax time, you don't run into any liability issues with being accused of mixing funds. I hope this application day episode has been helpful. For those of you that may have a few more questions, please feel free to join me directly of the seven-day directive challenge. If you click the link that is in this episode, you will be taken to the way that you can subscribe to this challenge and you'll get all course materials sent directly to your email. If you are in the Airbnb with D Facebook group, there have still been PDF and materials in that group that can also be of assistance to you at this time. One of those being the corporate lease application. All you'd have to do is in the Facebook group, search corporate lease application, and that application will physically come up for you along with instruction on how to fill that out. I want to thank you so much for joining me. The link to also joining in the Facebook group will also be in this episode and both links will be titled. So it should be super easy for you to get there. If you have any comments or concerns, feel free to join me over on Instagram and send me a message and I'll be sure to make sure you get in the group just as you need. Take care and I will see you in the next episode.